It's big. It looks like it can be very big. Game-changing big. What is Tony Khan and All Elite Wrestling's big announcement? And what does it mean for the wrestling landscape moving forward? Yes, another game-changer, and I'm not referencing GCW. What is the fate of several WWE superstars who do not have a slot at this year's WrestleMania? The biggest wrestling of the show could be missing some big names. Plus, big news about Nia Jax, some things that she's been up to since leaving WWE, and even more news involving all that tribalism. MJF, could he be the hottest free agent, not of 2022 or 2023, but of 2024? What am I talking about? 2020, 2020 something. Well, it doesn't matter. Why don't you just drop 20 likes yourself on this video? It's Sports Gear Wrestling, and we're live, baby, live. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. You're sharing the link, you stink, all right? If you haven't done it, share that link, all right? I don't see enough likes in this video. I'm upset. I think you know better. I think you know better to do that, all right? All right, I know the diehards are watching. I know the watch out kids are there. You know, watch out, watch out, watch out in the chat. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to bring it to the max. The HBO Max? Oh, yeah, we're going to go there, all right? Get ready for some subscription fees, baby. Jeremy Bennett is with me. I'm Kev Kelm. This is Sports Gear Wrestling Top Story. We do it every weekday, right around 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern. And, of course, you can get this on demand whenever you want on our YouTube, our Facebook, and in your ears on our podcast feed. So much content to devour. Let's jump right into our leadoff story here, Jeremy. Um, are we going to see a major move by All Elite Wrestling tonight? This has been teased. Tony Khan did the press media call today for the upcoming All Elite Wrestling Revolution pay-per-view this weekend. It's going to be this Sunday. You know, a lot to say. Lots to say about the Cody situation. But, uh, you know, they know how to maneuver. Change the narrative. Got a big announcement. Tony Khan has a big announcement. And he teases big announcements all the time. Uh, but it looks like some dots are coming together for several different sources here that AEW is going to make a major media deal announcement possibly tonight. That is the indication, no exact confirmation. Andrew Zarin reporting that there is indeed a deal that would extend Ollie Wrestling's conversations with Warner Media, who they already have their major media deal with, their most profitable deal, by the way, and the most profitable thing they have that's publicly known, even though they're a private company, is their television rights deal with Warner, which has them on TBS and has had them on TNT and various other digital things, right? So that would extend their deal beyond that. Warner has one of the hottest streaming services in the world. Not the biggest, but one of the hottest with HBO Max, home of hit shows like Peacemaker with John Cena and Euphoria. Plus, it's HBO. It's not television, Jeremy. It's HBO. No, exactly. Uh, so a new streaming service there. Uh, I have HBO Max. It's quite the service mm -hmm. here. And potentially, AEW could be heading there. Now, let's compound this with some other information that's completely outside of the world of wrestling. If you have HBO, you're like, well, there's nothing on demand on this. Like, everything everything on it is on demand. I'm, I'm sorry, there's nothing live. There's no live sports on HBO Max. It's not. Or are, or, or, or are there? Or are there? So some people are who are just in the wrestling bubble are like, well, there's no live sports. Like, am I just going to get on-demand stuff on AEW, which would still be really great. Uh, on-demand AEW on HBO Max. Well, that'd still be great, right? This is compounded by news uh, coming out yesterday in the world of sports because HBO Max and Warner Media, part of that deal, along with TNT and TBS, are getting the rights to the U.S. men's soccer games 
and women's soccer games outside of the World Cup starting in 2023. Live streamed. And those will be live streamed. You'll be able to get them on traditional cable and on HBO Max at the same time. All right. That's what is stated here in several different uh, reports uh, broken by The Athletic. So HBO Max will indeed have live elements to it. So it's there. Right. Uh, And here we are. Uh, Now, Tony Khan was nice about talking about that, but wouldn't confirm it in the media call today. It seems like that's where this is going. This is something that I've been saying they got to do. This would be great. You know, this would be the thing for them to do. Uh, What do you think of this? This is a big deal for them. I tell you what, uh, if Tony Khan, uh, obviously this is a big deal. You know, Tony does announce that he has big things all the time, but this is only going to be the second time he's ever been on camera on AEW. The first time was when Brody Lee died. So this is a big deal. Um, if Andrew Zarian's report is right, it's going to be a deal with HBO Max. Now that we now we learn there's a live stream component that's going to be added to HBO Max. And then what also Andrew said, an international pro wrestling promotions catalog, which immediately screams Ring of Honor because it's been highly rumored that they've been shopping their library. Uh, it's also been rumored that they've been shopping the company. Uh Upwards of 40 to 50 million is what some people are saying. Uh, is that possible? Maybe. Uh, but if we just go by Andrew Zarin's report, it sounds like an HBO Max deal and then possibly a Ring of Honor deal. Then you go and wonder, well, is why is he announcing it now? Three days, four days before the pay-per-view. Yeah, that would be an odd time to announce uh, it. Uh, revolution might be on hbo max kids maybe it, the thing is if it was on hbo max i think we would have known about it a lot sooner than just three days before the paper tell you what though how many people are going to run to subscribe to hbo max if true he announces that tonight though true you're you're 100 right you know but i just think there'd be more of um like a ramp up than less mm-hmm. than you know it may you know, not be less it may than not a couple be days told. It well, may not be till double or nothing. It may not be. It may not be till double or nothing. But, but I he, just he chose he chose the go home show though to to do it. So mm-hmm. maybe it is this Sunday. You know, uh, I I yeah exactly. I'm when do you when do you announce it? Right. I'm not yeah. saying I have I have a better answer for that. But it's just an uh, it's definitely an odd time to make that announcement when you're going to ask people this weekend. Well, pay fifty bucks a pop for this show, and then moving forward, it's going to be less. You know what I mean? So like they're like they're. Seems like like when WWE moved everyone into the WWE network, it was not just like, hey, this is coming in a while. We knew it was coming for a long time. Mm-hmm. They they made sure the process was there. They made sure they had a pay-per-view on there before they did WrestleMania first. You know, there was a bunch of hoops they had to get through because they were launching their own service, by the way. Yeah. I don't think with HBO Max, hopefully, you know, you've had hiccups with WWE on Peacock, right? Yeah. You're working with another partner. Are you going to have those same problems with, with HBO Max? Who knows? You know, we, we don't know that. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see how these things play out here. Let's see what the fans and, are saying. And, 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 and HBO Max is now set up like Peacock, two tiers. You have a ad tier at nine mm-hmm. ninety nine a month, and you have an ad free tier at fourteen ninety nine a month. So uh, you can get in as low as nine ninety nine a month um, it, with HBO Max. So. Uh, of course, there's plenty of things on HBO Max besides wrestling that are fun here. Mr. James Espanto. Fernando says i got hbo max peacemaker is a fantastic show yes yeah, so a couple episodes into it it is a fun show 
It is. Um, Jason Campbell not liking it. He says HBO Max costs way too much. You can forget about it. Yeah, like I said, you can much. get it for you can get it for nine ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine. So. Yeah. So I mean, like if you're just getting the paper, if you just want the pay per view, you're gonna. You, that's kind of the price point isn't too bad. And yeah. you, you subscribe and unsubscribe. A lot of people do that. So yeah. There you go. You know that that is called the churn. That's the digital churn now. Well, in regards um, to this comment, no, there are things called NDAs. So uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of why Tony hasn't said anything yet. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's not necessarily true there, David. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not necessarily true. And also they respect the idea of a social media boom. What's going to be a bigger story? Mm-hmm. Him saying it or us breaking it here? You know, Tell you what, I, though. I mean, yeah, if it is this Sunday, uh, man, that's going to drive so many new subscribers just right there. I mean, we reported it earlier this month. Uh, the, the last pay-per-view drug in 200,000 buys, which mm-hmm. is a, a tremendous amount when you look at it because WWE kind of in their late, in their late stages of their pay-per-view model, or are they getting about 150, 125 around there? I think what? for pay-per-view buys. No, it depends the- on the show. They were getting yeah, more. Well, obviously if you were, if you're talking WrestleMania about- is different. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there was other shows where they were getting more. It varied. And in, in, in- yeah, another thing worth noting is AEW is only doing four pay-per-views a year. Yeah. You know, like that's another thing to think about here. They're only doing four pay-per-views a year. Um, how does this affect only pay-per-view? Is Dynamite going to be on there if it's on there? Oh, I, uh, yeah. And no, also, I mean, I mean, like, think about this. You brought up 200,000 people bought the pay-per-view at $50 a pop, right? Um, the the reported active subscriber count through a different a couple of different sources has HBO Max between 17 to 20 million people. All right. Mm-hmm. 41, excuse me, 41 million people are in the united states are subscribers okay uh warner brothers overall revenue declined 21 percent. the company hopes to reach 51 million to 55 million uh by 2025 uh, this is from uh, Sanal news which is pretty solid and they report on different deals with um, international media rights so that's just in the united states so you're going to go from a couple hundred thousand people getting this show to possibly millions you know th- mm-hmm. this is a huge deal if anyone is overlooking this and saying this isn't a big story you got to pay attention to those numbers. Yeah. Like put this into perspective, you know, like there was one to 2 million people subscribing to the WWE network in the United States or even internationally at some point, depending on what numbers you were reporting there. Uh, that was the number we heard right from multiple sources uh, subscribing to the WWE network as its own standalone thing. It's still available to hundreds, if not millions of people outside of the United States, but on Peacock, it's reaching a lot more people. There's mm-hmm. a lot more people watching WWE pay-per-views because it's through a subscription model that is pretty accessible, like Peacock, that is tied to a lot of different things. A lot more people have watched WWE pay-per-views, premium live events in the last few years than have ever watched them. And no matter how hard that is for you to process, that is 100% true and not hard to believe when you consider how many people have Peacock. And it's a pretty accessible thing and the price point's good and you get a lot of other stuff with it. So remember what the rub is. AEW is going to get the rub from their brand right next to DC superheroes, their brand right next to blockbuster movies. First run. There's going to be a new Batman movie on this thing in, in like a few months. Uh, actually and April, right next to it. April, April. So 45, I mean like 45 days after releases with how Batman cool is that? I pull. Yeah. I, I just subscribed to HBO Max. I pull it up. I get to watch some AEW and the new Batman movie. Where, where it is that thing's gonna fifty pull, bucks a month. Where it is that thing is pulling and gonna pull in close to a quarter billion worldwide opening week. Yeah, and that's coming out this weekend. So I mean, uh, it's already out. Yeah, yeah. So um, think of the rub there. Think of the rub here. I'm just gonna go us. see it on Sunday. 
Talking subscriptions here. Christopher on Cooper says, I got Peacock through my TV subscription. Now I'm going to have to pay for HBO Max. Well, true. You know what I mean, that, that is something where people start to pick and choose what they have. I have a lot of subscription things. Uh, I, you know, am I going to drop this one this month? Is there some stuff I want to keep there? It's that's part of the part of the deal. Is, is this going to be? Is it still going to be another price point that fans simply don't want to pay? Yeah. David with a question here: uh, Is HBO going to hit HBO? Uh, is HBO going to hit AEW's millennial viewership with steroids for sure? Guys, uh, the age of Kevin, Jeremy, I grew up in HBO. It's still on many of our TVs. You're absolutely yeah. true. Another thing worth noting is, you know, Euphoria is on there, and Euphoria. If you talk to anyone who's under the age of 25, is a show you have to watch or at oh, least for, follow. Yeah. It's one of the hottest television shows in terms of people talking about it. Yeah. And it's on a subscription service. Exactly. And it only comes out every once in a while. It only comes out every week in a while. I mean, I, you know, Oz- Ozark's another example. Yep. Uh, Peacemaker's another example. Peacemaker mm-hmm. was highly regarded now that people have got into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are many examples of of highly regarded shows that are behind a subscription model. Uh, Sean Car- uh, Crankwright saying, uh, I live in Canada. Is it going to be here for HBO Max? I believe so. I think HBO, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. But another thing it's worth noting, we can't confirm to you that this is it, but it looks like that is it, okay? So everything we're doing is purely speculative. We're just kind of connecting some dots for you in terms of other things going on in the media world. It does seem like live sports is going to be on HBO Max. Uh, you know, Ollie already has a deal with Warner for television. Now let's clip that deal up to premium live events. Let's yeah. let's really make this a big thing. And that's the same track record that WWE went. Uh, and if you're HBO Max, you look at the benefit. The biggest thing that Peacock got right away outside of Premier League football in the office was WWE mm-hmm. uh, when they launched this thing. So now they want their they want their WWE and they already have it. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because like Peacock is really uh, really lags behind in terms of overall subscriber numbers compared to HBO Max mm-hmm. and compared to the 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 juggernaut is Disney Plus. Uh, if we're not talking Netflix here, mm-hmm. uh, if we're just talking about television uh television subscription models i think if i remember right peacock is still in the single digits in millions of subscribers they're not even close to compared to hbo and and uh and disney so um it's you know a, but it's the majority, a, it, but the majority of people that have it are watching it for wwe yeah, yeah so, so i mean that's worth noting so that's like, where that's where this hbo max thing is it, they're i think they have at least five to six times the amount of subscribers that peacock does so that's another uh another thing that's that's huge for aew at this point mm-hmm. and, and it's it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out man you know and it's a churn too it, it's also when i mentioned that people go in and out of the thing yeah uh, yeah this is a crazy question has aew maybe purchased wwe no Hayden. no that has not happened i don't mind telling you that 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 is not happening here i don't think that's the case no. uh so uh, other people asking is it available in australia i honestly don't know the answer to that question uh, is, is I do peacock know. available in canada i thought i had a buddy in canada i thought i thought maybe he was still doing wwe network but mm-hmm. i don't know uh they still have a wwe network there as far as i'm concerned yeah as i checked yeah so um, it, it, th- this may only apply to the co- to the united states only <laughs> here's here's one uh always smoking 420 pesci texans is my opinion is i really don't have one i'm educated uneducated 420 on the moment right now right that's what i'm funny <laughs> tom Four, mcdonald speaking of 420 of all nights uh 420 snoop dogg is, per, is performing a concert here in lincoln nebraska on 420 what are the uh, pretty crazy there you go 
Todd McDonald, HBO Max will be to AEW what Peacock is to WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you know. I, well, I'm, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna it's I gonna put new eyes on the product. That's for damn sure. This is a bigger deal for all wrestling than I think it is for HBO Max. Okay. Uh, and yeah. I think oh that, yeah, yeah. That is that is clear because I HBO don't. Max- I, and that is not a shot at AEW. This is the the rub for this is to all elite wrestling like and if if they can get a couple hundred thousand people to jump on it because they just want to watch their live wrestling uh, pay-per-view every month or mind you not every month too and that's another thing is 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 it worth it for hbo max to go with all Elite wrestling if we're not going to get a pay-per-view every month or we're not going to get a special every month or are we i mean it could they could go the impact wrestling model and give you these monthly impact plus shows where that's you know, a pay-per-view every month where you got your major $40 pay-per-views every quarter, which are still on pay-per-view. I still believe too, but you know, you still get your little lesser shows, uh, but only on impact plus where you got to pay the $8 a month. So they, they could go that route now uh, with this deal. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Um, and <laughs> John, Johan Pena saying, can Disney plus please get WWE because Peacock is atrocious. <laughs> Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think Peacock is that bad. I just want the. Rewind. I was so surprised when I saw like this graphic of subscriber numbers, and I was so surprised to see Peacock so low in in terms of total subscribers. I know another thing with those subscriber numbers is those numbers are so uh, disputable. Uh, because is that number just people that paid specifically for Peacock, or does that number include the people that are watching it that just have it through their cable system? Yeah. So that, that that's I mean if you don't have that then that number is like off by I want to think that periods. I want to think that graphic was paid subscriptions but yeah, I mean, so this was paid, this was months ago since I saw it. So, so if it's paid if it's paid subscriptions to be clear guys Peacock is owned by NBC Universal they are also owned by Xfinity which is one of the biggest subscription traditional uh TV companies in the country. They own- in regards to the video game uh nothing really has been uh, uh announced yet. Obviously they want to make sure. You talking about the AEW video game? Yeah, that was yeah. that he did talk about that today in the press conference. Uh no time frames or anything yet. Um nothing really to share on on that mark. They're just wanting to make sure they get things right and uh not pull a WWE 2K20. Uh and then everyone has to get into the tribalism thing. Ricky Costello Peacock lost a billion dollars last year. Yeah. How much money did uh, Netflix spend last year in content? Probably more, right? Uh, it's part of part of doing the business here, guys, and they're spending and they, more. And they piss off subscribers left and right. Yeah, they, they, Netflix Netflix pisses off people left and right with canceling shows with after one season, even yeah, though they- and all that different stuff. So, and uh, it's also worth noting the uh, it's it's a it's a game, guys. They're all fighting for money, and I do think the subscription model is the way things are going. Um, with wrestling fans, I think a majority of them would rather go to a subscription model than do the traditional pay-per-view thing. Though you have a lot of people still doing great money on pay-per-view. Those thriller fights make money on pay-per-view. Floyd Mayweather, if he wants to f- have another big boxing match, he does it on pay-per-view. Makes a ton of money. You well, know, like I said, uh, the the AEW pay-per-views exceeded a lot of your your uh, non big four, big five WWE pay-per-views. But- just prior to the network, uh, you know, those WWE pay-per-views were pulling in the 100 to 150 buy range. And so the fact that AEW is exceeding that in year three on a pay-per-view model where most of the wrestling public is not used to that model anymore because like Ring of Honor got away from it, Impact Wrestling got away from it. Yet AEW went back to that old model and has, you know, pulled in 10 million in revenue on that last pay-per-view. So... 
Yeah, it's interesting, you know, yeah. um, and it's uh, certainly going to play out in a whole bunch of different ways. Let's yep. talk about some players for WrestleMania. We yeah. are not too far away from the biggest show of the year, uh, and some interesting names uh, could be off the card. Uh, this comes from PWI Insider. What is the latest, Jeremy? Uh, the uh, the latest here from PW Insider today uh, from Mike Johnson says uh, uh, he, he specifically uh, listed the three ladies that are in the graphic, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, and Asuka. For Alexa Bliss, oddly enough, she just returns to TV. We are told, uh, uh, according to Mike Johnson, they are told that uh, what is next for her will likely not happen until after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's kind of interesting that they brought her back for the chamber and are not going to do anything with her until after WrestleMania. Bailey, current plan is for her to return to TV after WrestleMania, so expect Bailey probably on the Raw after WrestleMania. That's always the biggest Raw of the year. So mm-hmm. uh, I would expect a Bailey return on that night and expect a gigantic pop. Asuka waiting and ready to return once WWE has a plan in place for her. She is ready to go, just waiting for creative to find a slot for her. Uh, so uh, And that's going to be, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, you know, I, I, you, you get, you know, if you could, you might have that women's battle Royal maybe is a good, but I mean, do you bring Oscar back for that? I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Um, do you make the, do you make the women's tag match multi-team? A lot of people are getting that feeling that mm-hmm. it might be a multi-team thing. So maybe sure. get more people on the show, maybe Oscar and, and, uh, hell yeah, you call up Io Shirai. Or you see if Kyrie Sane wants to come back or something like that. You know, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's kind of odd that they have nothing for Asuka yet. But at, at the same time, it, there's proof. There's nothing for Alexa Bliss right now either, even though she just returned. So, And you did a lot of vignettes with her about the, the, the character kind of changing back to a more... Yeah. steady hand uh, a, a less uh unhinged character yeah. I, I i things could change you know i know this sounds crazy because everyone's like oh wrestlemania you should know what the card is months and months ahead of time and all but yeah you're because you're thinking of it from the 1990s when you only had like you know four pay-per-views a year it yeah. isn't that way anymore it doesn't work that way anymore fans don't process it that way anymore why are you asking me to read a book uh, that I have to go get from the library when I can order it online and read it digitally and it's there and it's boom. It's So it's a faster turnover. Alexa Bliss and all of these names could be added to the WrestleMania card if they wanted to. And that is the pace of things now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say there's still a chance for these people to be on the card. Um, but we do get into this tight time frame where people start to think about, is my fave going to be on the show? Are my oh. faves going to be on the show? How many of my faves are going to be on the show? You know, and so... Uh, and this isn't just for the women. These not- noteworthy, these women. Uh, but I, you do have to save some stuff after WrestleMania. You do semi, have to save some big things. Semi-breaking news, but uh, this is going to be a, a little later on tonight. Uh, Sean Rossap is going to have some information regarding the Vince McMahon interview with Pat McAfee. So um, stay that tuned. To, that, that streams tomorrow. Yep, and they're way. live. That show's live, ain't it? Uh, yeah, they could tape it. Who knows? Um, no, I mean... The Pat McAfee show is usually the, live. the show is live, but if they wanted yeah. to, if they wanted to air a taped interview in a live stream, they can. There's nothing stopping. Them from uh, so on the Fightful Select report, uh, it says while well, we've heard within WWE that elements of the interview may be used to promote WrestleMania, it was stressed to us that it was scheduled to be a real interview. Um, and of course, uh, Vince has not done a full on-camera interview since he was on Stone Cold's podcast back in 2014. So. This may not be a, 
a kayfabe setup match type of deal who knows does it need um, to be no it doesn't mm-hmm. i don't want it to be either um but uh yeah so fightful shele- uh, selection how oh, that she's we got more uh, from fightful select here the latest on oscar uh let's see i'm gonna see if there's anything else more than what uh what mike johnson had said uh one wwe source is optimistic that around spring for oscar so um she is still listed on inactive lists um which is interesting because like xavier woods has been removed we still haven't seen him yet on tv mm-hmm. um so it looks like she's still on the inactive list and around spring so they may not bring her back until after wrestlemania 2 at this point if you don't have a story and we're five weeks out from wrestlemania why not just hold her off until true this, you, you put bailey out the raw after wrestlemania and then you put oscar out the smackdown after wrestlemania or vice versa yeah. you know yeah and um and also what's to say they don't show up at a mania you have two nights of mania you, you have a lot of real estate to work with down both those shows if you want to have a moment that could be a moment um you know and we also haven't gotten that shoe dropping with cody rhodes though he hasn't confirmed he's going anywhere so there's uh conflicting reports of pw insider pw insider said february return uh fightful has learned that the timetable they were given was different and they were mm-hmm. just said quote unquote around spring for oscar mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. All right. Uh, should we roll on to number three? Roll on to number three. Lay it on me. All right. Uh, Nia Jax recently uh, was uh, uh, talking to uh, uh, basically on Twitter uh, to some fans and uh, responded um, to one. It says uh, uh, somebody said, we need you back in the WWE. So you and Dewdrop can win the tag team titles. Okay. And- fantasy booking. Can you confirm my fantasy booking, please? Yeah, and well, uh, Nia Jax did. Uh, she uh, confirmed that fantasy booking saying, LOL, no thank you. I get calls daily on how everyone is miserable there. I don't know what to say about that, you know? I don't know what to say about I mean, that. it's all on the surface. It's it's uh, somebody lost their gig. They were really passionate about it, and they're upset about it. I don't know. I don't think there's much more to read into it than that. I don't. Even, I don't even know how to analyze it beyond that. Yeah. Um. To say everyone, everyone's upset there. It's, everyone is miserable. Everyone. There. Everyone is upset. Every single person. I, I bet Roman Reigns ain't miserable. Ev- but they're all upset. They're I all bet, upset. I, I bet Brock Lesnar's not no, miserable. no. They're all upset. Oh, okay. They're all upset. Everyone is angry and mad. And it doesn't matter that they're going to be wrestling in a football stadium filled with screaming fans in a month. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter they're on television every week in front of millions of people. Doesn't matter that new people are getting opportunities. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. They're all upset. Every single one of them are upset. Yep, everyone. Do you believe that? Not everyone. That's a little. No, exactly. uh, that's a little that's hyperbole. A, that's the part of me that is like, ah, I could see some people. Being I mean, upset. WWE yeah. does like to act in hyperbole a lot, but uh, uh, no, not everyone is. But I bet a lot of people. I mean, there's. Uh, I bet a good majority are, though. I mean, you know that. I don't that, know. No, I don't. I just don't. I not this time of year. Not when there's a show that big or the, these bigger bigger shows come up. And I can say that from you know talking to people that work there. But there is a sense of like you're going to be upset if you don't make that show, right? That's going to be a bummer. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of plenty of people that aren't going to make the cut for WrestleMania because that's just the way it is. Yeah. Some people get to be on the big shows and some people don't, you know. Um, and that isn't defending the company. That's just a matter of competition, you know. 
I bet there's plenty of people uh, in the AEW dark. They aren't too happy. They aren't going to be on Revolution, right? Does that mean everyone there is upset? No. So it's it's a fair comparison. Um, wonder if she's going to wrestle again. She seems like she's somebody who's not intrigued by the concept of wrestling anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get that impression. Um, so little bits and pieces. I can see her landing in Impact if she does. I I would, I I would believe that Impact probably a good place in the Knockouts division. What if if she showed up in AEW? They blew out of the building. It's a smart (laughs) mark crowd, man. They they would just go off. They would just go off big time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she would. I don't know if AEW would be a good fit for her. So. MJF continues to add fuel to the fire regarding the bidding war of 2024. Of course, that is when his contract comes up. Uh, he's doing barn burner business for AEW. He's cutting some of the most salacious promos in all of wrestling right now. And he's set to face CM Punk in a dog collar match uh, this weekend on pay-per-view. So he is stirring the pot once again. Knows what he's doing. What's he up to? Uh, MJF joined uh, wrestling with Freddie. A uh, former creative member and, of course, uh, famous actor Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, he had discussed the bidding war of 2024, and uh, MJF said, "You know, there's talk of a bidding war, and you know these Fox execs—they're thirsty for daddy. I mean, they want a piece of me, but 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 bad. You know, I'm gonna—I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I'm not interested. I like money. I think if there's one thing that I love more than gold, it's green, Fred. And I'm gonna go where I'm offered the most." By the time I turn 35, though, I'm probably going to be well and done with wrestling. I will probably have achieved everything that I could possibly do in pro wrestling. And by that time, I imagine you're going to see me on billboards for movies and TV shows. I'm sure by the time 2024 rolls around, you will see people that were working in AEW already potentially making the jump to WWE. But you, what you won't see is the amount of money being thrown around. When I tell you, and this is a straight fact, I know for a fact when 2024 rolls around, we're talking millions of dollars here. I know for a fact that whoever owns WWE by then, we don't know, is going to be willing to pay Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Interesting. You know, Max is just playing the character. So he's never, you never really catch him out of character. No. Uh, and so, but the idea that he would say he's done with wrestling by the time he's 35 is tremendous. I think, I don't know about that. Uh, and probably who knows? You never know. Some people like, hey, you know, when was The Rock was out of it at some point before he was 40, right? So he was out of the business before he was even 40 uh, and did other things. Mind you, he comes back to it when he can. Uh, But could MJF be as big as that guy? Could he transition out of wrestling? Who knows? Or just some people that lose their passion for it and get out of it. It's crazy for him to say he's going to he's going to be out of wrestling by the time he's 35. Uh, It's WWE in his future. Uh, Tell me he's going to make a play. They have to. And And he's alluding to it. Uh, it'd be stupid not to. The guy is so talented and he gets tremendous levels of nuclear lava hot heat. Uh, and it is very hard to come by and can really thread the needle in a story in a very, very special way. Also, it's worth noting he's not a champion in AEW, right? Not a champion, but he's as established and as big as some of the biggest names in that company right now. Outside of like your Daniel Bryan or your CM Punk uh, or your Sting, you know, MJF is on that list. You want to talk about the top 10 guys in the company in terms of star power and draw and what they can do. He's on that list. He's on that list. Yeah. And he's not far out. of. If he's not in the top five. He's right near it. Yeah. Um, and why wouldn't you want him? You know, that's part of the business now. This is what you want. 
You know, you want to open up the business. You want to change the wrestling business. This mm-hmm. is part of it is somebody else wants you and somebody else is going to make an offer to get you here. I've, uh, I've um, said it on this show many times. Uh, MJF is going to have a run in WWE. I don't think it's going to be in 2024. I think he is going to resign with AEW one more term and then probably go to WWE. But I think eventually he's going to have a run in WWE. Um, It's, it's uh, I don't know. You know, crazy things have happened. You know, uh, we have people talking about, you know, Cody leaving AEW. Would you have ever expected that to happen? And no. let him go back to WWE. So, I mean, it wouldn't, it, it would surprise me if he went back to WWE, but it would also like not surprise me a whole lot because it's like, he's a really, really talented guy. He's young. You know, he can do some tremendous things. You know, he can do a lot of crazy stuff. And WWE could just be blowing smoke up our ass with all these, all these tweet, all these teases and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. And why can't they? You know, that's what everyone's doing now. Like right? Cody said, like Cody said to Sean Ross Sapp, uh, right now I'm uh, I'm being full time dad. So yeah. So and and why why can't you? With the internet now, you have to work people like that. And I don't even think it's working people. You know, that's protecting your business and protecting what you're doing. Yeah, I if mean, it, it it probably popped a rate. It, it it probably popped some ratings. To people thinking, oh, he's going to show up on Raw, or he's going to show up on SmackDown. Oh, you got this mystery challenger to AJ Styles, and you put it at the end of the show. It's going to be Cody Rhodes, ain't it? Mm-hmm. And you know, so yeah. And what? Now you leave them anticipating when he's going to show up. Yep. Right. So yep. there you go. And and look at Tony Khan. Didn't reveal the statement. Didn't reveal what this was. Got to watch the show tonight. Got to watch the show tonight. Yeah. They fight for every viewer they can get, you know, uh, and they're still going up against NBA games and all that different stuff and fighting for demo numbers and Mass all the singers coming back here next week. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you got to get in, you got to get on top of it here. If you haven't done so, go ahead and vote at the Sports Kid Wrestling Awards. You have until March 12th and lucky people who vote will win a video gaming console wrestling merchandise and so much more the biggest wrestling names in the business have chimed in eric bischoff has chimed in on this renee paquette rob van dam bill after booker t and so many more go vote now sportskita.com backslash wrestling dash awards sportskita.com backslash wrestling dash awards if you can go vote on each one of your browsers you can go ahead and do that uh, some interesting competition here for Male wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year, baby face of the year, heel wrestler of the year. MGF is doing quite well in the votes on that. Over 50,000 votes have been casted by fans just like you. And then you also get to see, you know, what our panelists think. You know, those big names I just mentioned, who they actually voted for, that's out there in the open. Go watch the videos. They're up on our uh, channel right now. And go get your votes in as well before March 12th. Uh, so and if you haven't done it, we, if you're just liking all the All Elite talk, Go like the Sports Kid Wrestling All Elite page on Facebook. All right. So that's just kind of all elite focus. I don't want to see WWE stuff. I just want to see all elite stuff. Don't worry, you vegans of wrestling. We have it for you. Uh, it's right there. We're going to clear up your, your wrestling diet there. Uh, plenty coming on here in the world of wrestling leading up to WrestleMania. We're going to have a lot. So if you haven't done it already, subscribe to Sports Kid Wrestling wherever you get it on your YouTubes, on your pad case. All right. All that good stuff. Uh, we will be in Dallas. I will be in Dallas. That'll be, that'll be exciting. I'll be covering that. Jose will be there with me, too. If you're going to be there, we want to film some content with you. So definitely uh, give us a follow on the social media machines and do all that good stuff here. Uh, and before we get out of the show, the most important message we have to share with you before we sign off for the day. It's critical. It's critical. Clear your brain. Doesn't matter how many subscribers you have on a streaming service. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
even if that streaming service is only fans. And if you're doing that, God bless you. <laughs> hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Pay your bills. Remember, hey. when you're watching wrestling, what do they got to do, Jeremy? You got to enjoy wrestling and yeah. Talk to them. Let me talk to you. Talk to them. The game has changed for professional wrestling. Tony Khan has announced today on AEW Dynamite that he has purchased Ring of Honor. What does that mean? We got details for you. Plus, on NXT 2.0, Melo continues to not miss. He is on a roll. He defeated Pete Dunne. We're going to jump into that tonight on The Debrief. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's time for the debrief here on Sports Keto Wrestling. I'm Jose G. Next to me is my top Chico himself, Rico El Glorioso, and a momentous historic night in AEW as they announced the first thing at the top of the show. They have bought, or Tony Khan bought, Ring of Honor. Rico, this no, this news surprised a lot of people. A lot of people already had a, a hunch of that this was going to happen, uh, but tonight we got the confirmation. Uh, there were some swerves earlier today about uh, the HBO Max deal or a media deal. That wasn't the, the news, but Ring of Honor is still a major deal, man. Big news. Before we get into it, what's up, bro? How are you? Man, great. You know, we're on the road to WrestleMania, but we're also on the road to Revolution that's going to be going down right in our neck of the woods in Orlando this weekend. So this, and already guys are already talking in the chat about how great of a go-home show this was. And yes, and we're going to get into it in just a little bit. How are you doing, Jose? Doing great, man. Looking forward to talk about both shows, uh, AEW and NXT. There are both really good shows, but we'll jump into AEW uh, right now, as you guys know, at the very top of the show, uh, Tony Khan announced that he did purchase Ring of Honor. He made a deal. The deal was finalized. And uh, today we got some uh, we got a little bit more details on the uh, on the deal from Fightful Select. They just put up a, a little uh, of an update and I'll put it up here in just a moment. Uh, but basically what they're saying is uh, Fightful Select reported uh, last night that a sale of Ring of Honor was coming and likely, uh, but didn't hear until after that Tony Khan was in the running. Outside of Khan, Fightful can confirm that multiple overtures were made towards Ring of Honor since 2020 about a potential uh, purchase. One source indicated to Fightful Select that they were told that recently another offer came and Joe Coff and Sinclair wanted to go in that direction. Chatter within wrestling really picked up on Tuesday night when the higher ups in another wrestling company heard Ring of Honor was being sold. Many within WWE had been under the impression that Tony Khan had bought a Japanese tape library that wasn't New Japan Pro Wrestling, which didn't end up happening. Talent that is booked for April's Supercard of Honor show was not and have not been briefed as of yet and learn about it uh, by watching Dynamite with the rest of the world. Uh, there are a few people remaining under contract, but they retained uh, public relation representatives and had planned date throughout the end of the year to tape television. They have not been told whether or not those will continue if the Sinclair syndication is part of the deal or not. 
The report continues that before the announcement, the card of Supercard Honor was not done, and those in Ring of Honor side told Fightful Select that they weren't confident at the AEW talent would even be able to appear on the show. Obviously, <laughs> that won't be an issue now. Another wrinkle also is that Impact's Diana Perazzo is Ring of Honor Women's Champion and has been scheduled for the show since winning the title. Jonathan Gresham and Flip Gordon were both backstage at AEW recently, and uh, with Gresham's raising suspicion because it was in the Bridgeport, Connecticut, he has his own show, Terminus, booked at the next night in Atlanta, and didn't appear on Dynamite. His deal with Ring of Honor expired the week after Final Battle. A very close circle of people knew about the news before the announcement, but Ward had begun to make its way to Khan that it would be purchasing Ring of Honor on Tuesday night. And that is the end of Fightful Select's report. So extensive wow. reports. So kudos to Millennial Meltzer uh, over there in Fightful Select for giving us uh, that that report on the Ring of Honor sale and the, some of the details. But big, big news, Rico. That is huge. That's a big shift. And yeah, it's just crazy. Go from hearing, you know, rumors out there that Ring of Honor is getting purchased by somebody. It's like easy to say, oh, you know, whatever the price tag, WWE can easily get it, especially the history of some of the wrestlers in WWE with Ring of Honor. But this makes so much more sense. Like this is a huge step for AEW because now not only do you have, you know, the name Ring of Honor, you have All In's officially now part of AEW. But you have this extensive tape library, and look at how many guys are currently in AEW that honed their skills and had their early days in professional wrestling in Ring of Honor. So now you have so much content, and then coming off of the, uh, you know, also rumors of possibly AEW working with uh, HBO Max and bring a new steering, uh, you know, with their streaming service. Look at all the content now that AEW has; they can literally launch their own content service, like you guys are mentioning here in the chat. So. This is, a, again, a really fun time to be a wrestling fan. And right as we're getting closer and closer to Supercard of Honor and everything that's going to be going down during WrestleMania weekend, there's so much stuff that you know can be developed that can be brought to light within this next few weeks. So that makes that weekend of WrestleMania that much more must-see. So I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how the rest of this is going to play out. Well, let's uh, let's jump into tonight's Dynamite because it was a pretty interesting show. It was a good go-home show um, for Dynamite. We still got one more on Friday night, which is going to be live here in Orlando. Uh, but tonight's show was pretty solid. We had a really fun battle royal. It was supposed to be a casino battle royal, but we didn't really get the casino part of it. It was just like a Royal Rumble uh, battle royal, basically, for tag teams. But it was a fun match. Uh, but the opener, dude, the opener to pay homage to Ring of Honor, bro. We got oh, the man. first matchup in Ring of Honor: Brian Danielson versus the Fallen Angel, Angel Christopher Daniels. Uh, and Brian Danielson got the win. They started off the match with the handshake, ended with the handshake, and Brian reminded everyone, "Listen, I'm not, I'm not with Ring of Honor anymore. I am in AEW, and I'm gonna. I feel like stomping some heads now." And that's exactly <laughs> what he did. He started stomping uh, Christopher Danielson's uh, Christopher Daniels' head, uh, and then Moxley came out and had a little confrontation. You know, prepping things up for Sunday, so uh, he backed out at the last moment because you know they're about to scuff up. You know, build up that anticipation. But this was a fun opener, a fun opening match. I think this was cool for the real diehard Ring of Honor guys that saw these two guys go at it in their first show seventeen plus years ago. 
and now having it now under the leadership of Tony Khan and in, in AEW. Uh, for the Ring of Honor hardcore fan, this was like you're salivating. You're like, oh my god, this is like this is a huge moment, right? And especially looking at where they were to where they are today, like all of these years of experience between both Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels, and it feels like they haven't lost a step, man. They were still able to deliver an amazing match tonight. You know, they showed a lot of chemistry, showed a lot of knowledge about each other, and some of the counters that they've been able to do for each other, but. At the end of the day, when Christopher Daniels tries to go for the best moonsault ever that lands into, I guess, technically the best triangle ever. Because once again, Brian Anderson does get the win by submission, still flexing the muscles in order to finish off that match. But, man, it's, it's again, it's that AEW sandwich. But when you have that big chunk of news right before the first match and then you lead into a great match, it's already getting this hype. And this is how you kick off the go-home week to your pay-per-view. Uh, we got a couple of you, a lot of you guys already sounding off in the comments and keep your comments in. We love you. We thank you for the support uh, guys to so make sure you are liking and subscribing and sharing tonight's live stream in your favorite wrestling group. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on, on YouTube, just make sure you smash that notification bell. We're well on our way to 27,000 subscribers. So thank you so much for the love and support. We really appreciate you sending all of you guys high vibrations and love. David Barkley over here watching us on YouTube. Ring of Honor promised one thing before the pseudo shutdown. There would be a rebrand. Looks like they delivered. Happy they're still around. Absolutely. A lot of a lot of you guys that watch our shows on the daily basis that consume all of our content. You guys are hardcore wrestling fans and you guys know who Ring of Honor is. And you know the history behind Ring of Honor. And a lot of the guys that you love now that are were in WWE or now in AEW or still are in the companies, uh, those guys were in Ring of Honor. And, and there wouldn't be none of them without Ring of Honor, right? So uh, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. And I see already a lot of you guys are mentioning the library. They, you know, they have enough content now that they can start their own streaming service. Ring of Honor already has a streaming service. So there's a lot of things that are happening right now within this space uh, with the streaming service that I think this whole HBO thing is going to be inevitable, especially with the new deal that they announced with the soccer, um, with TNT and Turner, they, the major soccer leagues are going to be broadcasted live streaming on HBO max. So I think it's just only a matter of time that that announcement is made. Oh yeah. Just bringing more eyeballs to the product and Hey, wrestling continues to get more and more mainstream. So that'd be another big, Better than the cap of AEW, if they could pull off that deal with like an HBO Max or you know another big uh, you know streaming outlet like that, man. Who knows? So so let's jump into this uh, this fun fifteen team uh, fifteen team tag team casino battle royale. Try to say that five times real fast, man, because I almost <laughs> I almost messed up there. We got a cool return. We got Darius Martin coming coming back from Top man. Flight, so they're back. Uh, they had a really cool showing. They were the first ones in the battle royal. Uh, they lasted quite a uh, quite a while, uh, but the final three came down to uh, uh, FTR, Top Flight, and the Young Bucks, and the Young Bucks get the win, so they're going to be in there with their compadres, Red Dragon, and uh, the Jurassic Express, so this should be an interesting uh, triple threat match come Sunday. Yeah, I know they try to make it interesting and, you know, hey, unexpected who could win these two tag team battle royals but the second that they mentioned it in the one of the cutler cam promos with the paragon and young bucks it was their battle royals to lose but we're uh, we're gonna get this great matchup 
at Revolution. These are three of some of the best tag teams. So we finally get already. They just got here and already Fish and O'Reilly have a shot at those AEW tag team championships. They're probably going to offset themselves with the Young Bucks and their history. Jurassic Express is probably going to get away with the win. But they should deliver. Like, this is going to be another good platform, especially for a guy like Jungle Boy to step up and hold your own against now Fish and O'Reilly along with the Young Bucks in this tag team match. So it's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, man. I think uh, it's uh, it'll be fun on Sunday. I think this is going to be a cool dynamic. It almost makes me think that Jurassic Express is going to retain just because, you know, you have too many negatives on here. So you have to have this one positive. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. And guys, stay tuned because we are going to have a, uh, a predictions later on in this week with, with SP3. So make sure you guys tune in for that and make sure your notifications are set to see first so you don't miss that. Uh, jumping on, uh, we did have the in-ring promo, another uh, really good promo. This one was better than last week's, right? Because, you know, we had that heartfelt sentiment that, you know, MJF gave all of us, you know, because of the bullying and because he was Jewish and all that stuff. And uh, and then CM Punk came out. He's like, is that real? You know, so I, and I was very vocal about that last week on how that part really turned me off. Today, we had a little continuation of that. Well, that's one cool thing. They really have been, especially with this particular story, they've been able to kind of pick up where they left off, and you're still engaged with it. You know what's going on. So he addresses the elephant in the room, talks about last week's promo, about MJF's vulnerability, calls MJF out. He's like, listen, I want you to you know, bring your character. I want you to bring the Max from last week, and you know, let's have a conversation. And then, and then Max you know, hugs him and then he hugs back and they have this moment just for MJF to swiftly kick him in the balls. Uh, he goes down. And one thing that MJF said was uh, the devil does a good job to convince you that he doesn't exist. Well, you know what? I am the devil in the flesh and something like that. And on Sunday, you're going to know, you know, the, the, the usual, right? But this was really cool because it's like, you knew it. You knew it. Like last week, I said that it was like it sounded genuine, but it's MJF. So you gotta, you know, keep them for the so cool story. Uh, got him busted open with the diamond dynamite ring. You know, he busted him open, put blood all over his shirt. So, uh, what'd you think for this and the hype up for this dog collar match? It's just again, it's the next level of the story. They continue to tell a really great story with the back and forth. Yeah, we didn't get a huge promo class like we got all night, you know, like we got last week. Last week, yeah. But this just, again, it just continues to show. And love him or hate him, MJF continues to do a great job of being arguably one of the best promo workers that's in the industry right now. And having a good foil and CM Punk, which, you know, CM Punk really just talked about how, you know, he had to look in the mirror and ask himself, is he the good guy? Because considering what happened last week with MJF really endeared himself to a lot of the fans and it looked like he was the one that was more babyface than CM Punk. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. just kind of self-reflecting on his own past and how basically he was just like MJF, you know, and he's talking about how hurt people hurt people. And that's why MJF is the way that he is. So in order to kind of make up for, you know, the sins of the past, he tries to be a better person in the future, even extending his hand out to MJF, which led to the big hug moment. I was like, okay, this is, this is getting a little sus. And then, of course, as soon as he steps away after they embrace the low blow, 
and then hanging CM Punk, a bloody CM Punk, you know, with that dog collars. You just know this is going to be a very, very bloody match on Sunday. And I'm looking forward to see the story that they're going to tell with this one. I love this comment here. This week, CM stands <laughs> for Crimson Mask. Basically, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's move on over here to the next matchup. We had a women's matchup here. Tag team, AEW Women's Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez with Thunder Rosa pinning the AEW Women's Champion. Mercedes Martinez taking business, taking care of business outside, making sure her girl gets that win. This was, I did not expect this at all. I expected more shenanigans from DMD. So that just tells me Thunder Rose is probably not going to win on Sunday. Yeah, I think this was just to set up that math and just make Thunder look strong heading into the AW Women's Championship match. But yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't see this. I don't see this feud ending just yet either, though, considering how you know, deep of history they have so far in the women's division. Don't be surprised if they run this back. Uh, but I'm looking forward to a good matchup between these two because we know what they can deliver. We saw in the lights out unsanctioned match. So uh, hopefully they can repeat the same thing in uh, their title match this Sunday. A lot of you guys are already saying that, uh, you know, I believe Rose is going to win that title. Safe to say the hater, hater will turn face. <laughs> Uh, I thought Mercedes was going to turn on Rosa. Right. Uh, yeah, she, she, you, you almost can't be uh, can't be certain with Mercedes Martinez. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, we did have a fun matchup here, which I thought was going to last a lot longer, dude. I thought this Wardlow <laughs> match so versus Cesar Bononi, because I'm looking at Cesar Bononi, I'm like, God damn, this dude. Like, How much taller you than Wardlow? Like, he got big, did he get bigger since his time in AEW? Like, what the hell? And like he literally he just evolved. He went into you know Super Saiyan Caesar Bononi too, right? So uh, I think that this match should have not ended the way it did because wow, how are you gonna just do all these power bombs of symphony on Caesar Bononi and just get away with it? Because you can't. I get it, but wow, just this was no future for Bononi at all. No future for Bononi. Not- the night for the wingmen they got completely decimated between the 15 tag uh, 15 tag team battle royal and then cesar benoni arguably the you know biggest baddest guy in the wingman and he just gets power bombed like nothing to warlow but i know and that was the other thing he was just lifting him up effortlessly it was insane how powerful warlow is and how cooperating benoni is as well but still and then what I even love more about this, right? We're getting that slow baby to face turn for, for Wardlow. You know, Sean Spears went to go to get that cheap shot, uh, chair shot on, on uh, Bononi. Wardlow stopped him. He's like, okay, okay. Then backstage while Alex Marvez oh. is interviewing them, right? MGM was like, oh, you know what? By, if by any chance, if you happen to win the, you know, the uh, face of the revolution ladder match and you win the TNT title, I'll let you keep it. No biggie, whatever. <laughs> if you can win the ladder match. If you, if you, if you can win it, he's like, yeah, because I'm always, you know, making I'll sure you win, win your matches. Slaps the taste out of mm. Wardlow's mouth, gets in his face. Oh, man. That turn is going to make, bro, it's going to blow up. People are going to lose their mind when that turn happens because you can, it's like you can taste it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. They just keep doing that slow, slow burn 
with Wardlow, and and it's it, it's it's really keeping me in, man. It's really keeping me in. Yeah, we've been how, how long have we been talking about it? Like just a little bits and pieces. Just keep feeding it's been it. Months, so it's, like, dude, it's coming months. soon. It's coming, and it's gonna be huge when it happens. And you know, here we go. We're we're getting closer and closer to the payoff. So now the question is, where does it happen? Does it happen this Sunday? You know, do they both win? Do they both cost each other the matches? Like this is AW. It's not. 100% predictable and where are they going to pull the trick on these storylines when you have so many other storylines going on so yeah do we see MJF and Warlow implode this Sunday and both of them costing each other their opportunities because more likely like we talked about CM Punk and MJF winner should be the next mm-hmm. person to get the AEW championship shot but you know we'll see how how this plays out you know could Pinnacle have all the titles at some point or are we finally going to see the implosion of Warlow and MJF so this Again, it's it's making more of these matches this this between this week and last week, just getting us more invested in pretty much all the matches that they have going into the card, and that's the idea of these go home shows and these builds. Exactly, it's to hype up this pay per view because exactly. so far every single match on this card, they've been telling a great story, they've been getting us hooked in, and it's hopefully they can deliver it on Sunday. What's interesting about this too is that. The fans are really starting to get behind Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, before people were just not really interested in him. But now that he's kind of found his niche with his whole Powerbomb Symphony, the fans go, you know, they go counting with him. And I think that, you know, that's what kind of makes it cool. He starts doing the thing kind of like Keith Lee, right? And the fans get along. And uh, and the fact that Sean Spears last week was like, oh, it'll never get over. And then this week there was like a massive response to it. Uh my question is, how long can that response last? You can't only you can only be a one trick pony for so long. So, I love that he's getting over with the fans, but I, I'm just saying I'm being cautiously optimistic. I mean, it worked for well, how many 143 matches for Goldberg? Yeah, is this speed, yeah, that camera. You're right. You're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Uh, we did have a pretty cool main event here. We had the trios match, AEW champion Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Orders, John Silver and Alex Reynolds going up against Red Dragon or in how we like to call him the Paragon of Pro Wrestling, Adam Cole and Red Dragon uh, with uh, with Red Dragon getting the win here over uh, over the Dark Order and Hangman Adam Page. Uh, but it was the end, man, where they tied him up on the ropes and just beat the living crap out of Adam Page. Kind of selling that 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 real nasty heel that Adam Cole can be, along with uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby and Bobby Fish. I think this is going to be a really good match on Sunday. And what I've noticed with with Hangman, like for example, like with this particular story, <clears throat> Adam Cole's really been in the picture what like three or four weeks now, right? He, like he hasn't been months behind Adam Adam Page. And mm-hmm. what what they've been able to do in the last three weeks. It's almost very WWE-ish, right? Because like, the, like the, the way that they tell the story is like, okay, they introduced him. He wants to challenge for the title. Let's accelerate it. Boom, 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 boom. But it didn't feel accelerated. Like it, I know it's only been like three or four weeks worth of storytelling between Adam Page and Adam Cole, but it doesn't feel like that. It, 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 does, it, does that make sense, Rico? Yeah, I think they're really trying to strike while the iron's hot, especially, you know, having brought Adam Cole and then being able to touch on their history together. And even much more so because the whole thing that they were talking about is how they were roommates together on Ring of Honor when they were doing the shows there. So, you know, it all kind of ties in full circle 
you know, poetically. So they're trying to, you know, again, just accelerate this a little bit because considering what we saw with, you know, the match against Lance Archer and then like, we've been talking about it for a while now where it feels like this might not be the best of AEW title runs. So at least with Mm -hmm. this one, you're putting two great talents together. And even though you basically just set this up in three weeks, these are two guys that can put on a great match. And we just saw it in this trios match. And especially with the storytelling afterwards, where again, like you said, very WWE, but that's kind of what it's alluding to when Adam Cole picking up the AEW championship, just putting on the shoulder of hanging man, Adam page. Like, you know, just keep this warm for me. Cause I'm going to go ahead and collect it on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it's a story, right? They're storytellers. So I think, I think Adam Cole does that. I mean, really, really well. I mean, he's he's a ma- maestro at it. So, I think this is going to be a really good match, a, a cool match. You want to you you want to give your early prediction on this one uh, ahead of Sunday? Oh, Hangman retains as much as yeah, I want it to be Adam Cole. There can only be one true Adam, and I think it's going to be the one that does the cowboyish. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think Cole's probably going to take it. I I, I don't like uh, Page in as champion. I think he's way better in the chase. Yeah. Um, and, and this rain hasn't been all that great for me. And, uh, just, just, that's just my opinion. I've seen some of you guys uh, agree with me, but, uh, I, I would like to see Adam. It'll be funny. I would just love to see Adam go just get over like, wow. So you got, <laughs> just imagine undisputed then- era being undisputed gold once again, but just having a W if red dragon Ridiculous, and Adam bro. Cole can win the true, the true grand slams, right? Cause they got the ring of yeah. honor. They had the AEW and then, then the NXT. uh, NXTs. Man. Unbelievable. Well guys, <laughs> uh, go ahead and sound off in the comments. So let us know how you scored tonight's AEW dynamite, massive news. Great go home show. Awesome matches. A lot of stuff that are closing on the storylines here uh, ahead of Sunday. I thought this was a really solid show. I'm going to give this a nine. It was really, really good. The announcement is is definitely yeah. a game changer uh, with the purchase of Ring of Honor. The battle, I'm always a fan of a battle royal. doesn't matter wh- wh- what promotion is doing it. I will always pay attention to the battle royal. Love that tag team battle royal. I thought it was fun. The return of Darius Martin it was awesome. Um, that main event was really cool, too. So, yeah, it was a solid nine for me tonight, bro. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right there. I'm gonna go ahead and round up to a nine. The only thing I kind of took away from it is we have a specific expectation of a casino battle royal, and that's always been the four suits. You bring in a certain number of teams, and then of course you have a joker. So it feels like when you say that, and that's what we've always gotten, and this one's different, which is fine. You can still do a play on it. Like I had mentioned in our group text, like instead of having it suits, you can have it be one of the numbers of cards. Like you already have two teams in the ring, that's two. And then the team could be three, four, so on and so forth until you get to the ace and to the joker. You would have 15 teams. But, you know, it's done differently this time. And it looks like the only TBD we actually got from this battle royal was top flight. Because, like you said, Darius has been gone for almost an entire year. But him and his brother have been reunited. And they made it to the last three with Darius being the last one to go toe-to-toe against Matt Jackson. So, they have some really high hopes for both of these guys. We've seen what Dante can do, so I'm looking forward to see what Darius can do. Uh, not to mention, we did get a little bit more glimpse of Ty Conti going up against Jade Cargill for that TBS championship. So they did nice on touching on that. So uh, overall, I think it was a great show. I loved also uh, Ricky Starks and Keith Lee. Like I just want to see, obviously, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Keith Lee, but just the way he keeps just 
just keeps annoyingly doing his greetings and salutations. And of course, telling him like, hey, this is FTW country and empower Hassabs and I'm the president. And just that the anticipation of the face-off between Powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee. Big Plus, meaty men slapping meat. Imagine the Wardlow and Keith Lee face-off when they're both just trying to get the crowd behind them conducting the symphony. I thought this was great. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a nice solid nine uh, when you round it up a little bit. But, again, no Miro. Hopefully we'll get him at no some Miro, point. No Miro. Yeah, we got to get him at some point. Hopefully he comes back soon. Uh, I saw some of you guys. Uh, we had all right. So Valsaya Tawari is watching here on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in, bros. We love you. Thank you for support. He said, How's the announcement a game changer? Sorry, not able to understand. Well, Valsaya, I think that the, the, the reason that is such a game changer because you're, you have these big names uh, that are probably not very well known to the, you know, to the casual fan that are going to be starting to ha have some TV time on AEW. Not only that, but they also have access to their library and Ring of Honor already has a streaming service. Uh, so this will probably facilitate AEW to put a lot of their content, maybe previous pay-per-views uh, pay on that streaming library. Again, this is all very fluent information that's coming in. We just got the announcement and some backstage details from Fightful Select at the top of the show. Uh, but it just, you know, continue following the channel. We're going to be providing more information as it comes out uh, as far as when it comes to the streaming stuff. Uh, we did have another question here about what happened to HBO Max. I think that was uh, James Espanto Fernando, Harbrowski, that always tunes in. Uh, we we had a report earlier today from Andrew Zarian from the Matt Man podcast uh, that said that AEW expect to have some type of a media deal down the line with Warner, which they already have with TNT and TBS. Um, and they are expected to probably do something with HBO Max. We also reported earlier in the day that uh, that Warner Media, Turner Sports, and TNT and TBS came to an agreement uh, to have their Major League Soccer on the platform as well. So that means HBO Max will be broadcasting live uh, live sports, which will be great because that's going to give a platform for, guess what, AEW which is already part of the Warner media family. So uh, we're going to keep our eyes out on all of those stories. But as we chime in, guys, it is award season. Make sure you guys are getting your votes in at the Sports Kita Awards. We have a ton of wrestlers, legends, Hall of Famers chiming in on who should be the winners of this year's categories. We have wrestling personalities like Rene Paquette, Eric Bischoff, DDP, Dutch Mantel, we got Booker T, bro. We got the five-time, five-time, two-time Hall of Famer. Yes, that Booker T, he is sounding off on his pick. So make sure you guys get your voices heard at sportskeeda.com forward slash wrestling dash awards. Again, sportskeeda.com forward slash wrestling dash awards. So that's our plug-in for the awards, Rico. Let's jump into NXT 2.0. Uh, Rico, did you know that we're going to have a special pay-per-view next Tuesday? called nxt uh, roadblock oh did you know that was happening <laughs> i didn't until last night and so watching nxt 2.0 surprise we are on the road to wrestlemania and there's always gonna be a stop or two you know this time we're getting a roadblock over here on the rainbow brand so I, yeah the, the, mu the, the multicolored the multicolored brand yeah the 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 color blatch you know brand that we got going on here but, of course, you know, we do get to see a lot more integration now of the main roster talent with NXT 2.0. We saw it in the first match of the evening where we had 
Tommaso Ciampa, the former NXT champion, teaming up with the current NXT champion in Braun Breaker, going up against the Dirty Dogs, which I thought it was great to have Robert Roode. It wasn't Bobby Roode, unfortunately, but it was Robert Roode kind of allude to the glorious entrance. It wasn't in, in all of its glory, unfortunately, but it was nice to see, you know, uh, Robert Roode back in NXT. And right here, you have three NXT champions in one match. The one person that has not had it is getting a shot at it uh, in Dolph Ziggler, uh, who was able to just weasel his way into a triple threat match against Braun Breaker, playing off of uh, Braun's passion and uh, just his own confidence. And he can, you know, just beat anybody that comes through NXT 2.0. Uh, but I thought this was, again, a, a great way to show. Uh, a lot of good chemistry between Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker. They had some nice tag team moves. I did like they did the simultaneous, you know, you know, uh, giving yourself a pat on the shoulder, uh, which, of course, NXT 2.0 team did get the win on this one. So, mm-hmm. no, this would be a I love uh, on, uh, I, Just like Steve Chambers, Stephen Chambers is saying, I love that we got to see the glorious entrance again. I missed that so much. Just the fact that the spotlight gets on him and he's just slowly rotating – and the crowd sings along. Oh man, what what have you done to our boy? What have you done to our boy? Uh, Kevin Kellum, our about my co-host on the top story every day. He has a really extensive answer about the Ring of Honor question. AEW buying Ring of Honor is a game changer as it gives AEW hundreds of hours of content with talent they have been featuring. AEW now has some of the best matches that many younger fans or casual fans have not seen. All of the major players in the last 10 to 15 years have all come from Ring of Honor, and now AEW has that vault of content to work with, just, just like we were saying. So mm-hmm. that's why it's a game changer. Uh, yeah, man, so going, uh, talking again about uh, Tommaso Jamba, Braun Breaker, and this uh, Dirty Dogs matchup, uh, I, I found it really funny how he was completely dressed up with a black and gold on Monday night, and then he's in the multicolored singlet, in the in the color splash singlet, just like Braun great. Breaker, they even did they even did the Steiner Brothers finisher uh, mm-hmm. in the mid match, paying homage to them. Uh, so this is a fun match to see, Champ and Breaker. Uh, but next week at Roadblock, looks like we're gonna get a triple threat match, triple threat match for the NXT title: Ziggler, Breaker, Tommaso Champa, with right. Breaker retaining. Yeah, Tommaso might fight to survive. But yeah, no, this is Braun Breaker's title to maintain. So. Yeah. <laughs> we also had a pretty cool promo here between, yeah, let me talk to you, L.A. Knight and Grayson Waller. And they challenged them to a last man standing match. Now, this feud's been going back all the way back to October. Who says WWE doesn't have long, sto- long, uh, long-term storytelling? This right here. It's been going on since October. This is before Halloween Havoc when Grayson Waller weaseled his way in to be the host of Halloween Havoc. That beef has not stopped. Then he ran over him and stole his car. Then he got him arrested, put a restraining order on him. Then turned out the restraining order was just complete bullshit. And now they're having a last man standing match. Oh, and he hired a bodyguard in the process. So uh, so there's a lot going on there. Uh, I think this is, uh, th- this is awesome. LA Knight is just always great on the mic, bro. It is, man. It's just so fun. As soon as he's on TV, like, all right, this is going to be fun to watch. Like, it doesn't matter if it's him backstage, you know, yelling at people, or if it's him calling out Grayson Waller and hopefully putting an end to this whole feud and going on to better things. 
because you know, looks like the Grayson Waller effect might be uh, coming to an end, at least when it comes to LA Knight. So we'll see who is the last man standing next week. We shall see. Uh, we did have the quarterfinals of the Dusty Cup. We had Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai going up against my pick of to win the whole damn thing, uh, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. And as you know, that's not going to happen because Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai were able to uh, exist with each other and get a win. And in the other matchup with Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade, they also won, so they're both advancing. So it's funny how two previous Dusty Women's Cup winners are going to be facing each it's other in this mm-hmm. in the next round. So this is this is a cool story to to see a uh, uh, place next week at NXT Roadblock. So we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, we did have a matchup with Amari Miller and Lash Legend. Um, there was oh, um, something that happened online. I don't know exactly what spot it was. I, I, I tried to rewatch to see what happened. But apparently Amari Miller uh, had a concussion last night. And she had to be stretchered out uh, from, from the uh, CWC here in Orlando. Uh, and she posted on Twitter that she was okay. She's doing well. And let's... A, a, a lot of people are, are blaming uh, Lash Legend. I don't know. I, 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 again, I rewatched the match and I couldn't really see the spot where it was. I don't know. Did you see where where it happened, or do you do you think Lash Legend is guilty of this? I mean, accidents happen. It's a it's a wrestling match. Yeah, from what I've been hearing, it was a spot that was kind of like Keith Lee's, you know, uh, Big Bang catastrophe, where like the turning and like landing uh, supposedly. Mm-hmm. That might have been the moment where she hit her head as uh, Lash Legend was landing on top of her. Uh, but they were able to, you know, finish the match. And, of of course, you know, Amer- uh, like you said, Amara Miller was stretched out. So, you know, it's hopefully this is not going to be a trend because the last thing we want anybody to start speculating, you know, we have, you know, Last Jacks or anything like that or Nia Legend or anything like that. You know, she's still learning. That's why she's been mm-hmm. on. She was on 205 Live. Now it's NXT Level Up. Uh, still getting better and more in ring work, but they have high hopes for her because they're putting her up against one of the fastest rising stars, even though she was just there for one week on NXT. Uh, mm-hmm. In Nikita Lyons, so we're going to be getting Nikita Lyons uh, appearing on uh, Lash Legends show. More than likely, going to lead to a match between both of them. So we'll see if this continues to be a habit, or hopefully, this is just a one-off. And you know, I I certainly hope that it's a one-off because she looks promising. She looks like she can do some good stuff in there but if she's not going to be safe man and if she can't get the hang of it man she she should not be there uh joseph austin man i hope last listen doesn't hurt yam yam bigelow next week <laughs> talk about nick nikita lions get his cakes uh yeah booty mania <laughs> you got you guys are wild stop it you guys are wild respect that woman but speaking she, of Yes, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of booty mania, uh, we do got uh Josh Briggs and Briggs Jensen still trying to figure out their scenario. And uh, you've got to be watching your words when, especially when uh, Electra Lopez is around, and you gotta watch your phrasing there, man. Because I guess when it comes to these guys, the way they refer to women and how they refer to trucks doesn't always uh seem to come off uh, you know, in the right way, uh, but. Hey, we still you had your pick got eliminated. I'm still behind Team Casey, man. They still have a shot, and I think it's gonna come down to Casey versus uh Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. And I think Team Ninja's got the shot. The actual only team left that's an actual team. Hopefully yeah, off, you're probably right. You're probably right. 
Uh, we did get a matchup here with Solo Sokoa going up against Gunter. This was a hard-hitting affair. Oh. Sokoa had the upper hand most of the match, but, you know, Gunter at the end was able to pull out that big-ass powerbomb and get that win. Uh, but this, th- no shame on, on Solo for losing to Gunther. So now his undefeated streak is over. And uh, it's a shame, but this ain't the end for Solo, bro. This ain't a squash. You ain't burying him. There's no shame to losing to Walter. I mean, well, Gunter. Gunter. Uh, did Zion Quinn get injured? Or has he just not been on TV? I don't know. We haven't seen him on TV. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Where in the <laughs> world is... Sorry. Zion Quinn. <laughs> uh, we did have a matchup. Draco Anthony versus Harlan. Draco, as much as aggressive as he tried to get, it was enough. Oh, it was serious. not enough for Harlan. Harlan was able to get the win there. Uh, then we had Andre Chase going up against Von Wagner. Oh, I know you guys. Man. Uh, a lot of you guys are doing Bro, I'm remember, behind remember, Chase. You, remember, bro. I'm so behind. Chase oh, I love Chase. You. I love Chase. <laughs> Chase. You is hilarious, bro. I think they're they're great. They they're a great crowd crowd pleaser. They're fun, but bro, just remember, it's Von Wagner's world, and we're just living in it. Yeah. It's it's the truth, bro. Plus, it's you can truth. always save fifteen percent on your car insurance by switching over to Robert Stone brand. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, bendito pobre, pobre Geico guy, Geico caveman, unbelievable. Uh, we did have a great main event though. We got Carmelo Hayes because Melo doesn't miss going up against Pete Dunn for the NXT U uh, North American Championship, and Carmelo Hayes put on a hell of. I couldn't keep up. They were just going. So fa- I, w- I felt like I was watching Street Fighter Turbo, bro. It was, <laughs> dude, dude, what the hell's going on? It was so good. It was hard hitting, bro. But Mellow, don't miss, man. Mellow's on the, bro. This is, this has to be the best North American champion I've seen since since this title's inception. Wow, even more than Johnny North better, America and Adam better, Cole, baby, the inaugural champ. Better than Adam Cole. Better than Ricochet, better than Velveteen Dream, better. Than better... Bro, Keith Lee barely hung that title. <laughs> he just won that one other title, title. knows it. <laughs> he just went, he just won it and he just gave it up. Bro, Carmelo no. Hayes has been putting that work and making that title more prestigious than the actual NXT title. The NXT title hasn't been defended on NXT TV since since New Year's Evil. Yeah, like when he says he's the A champ. When he keeps on putting banger and banger of a match like this, he's absolutely right. Like, he has made that title the A title of NXT 2.0, and he just continues to elevate himself. Like, still remember, when we first saw him, you know, they had such high hopes. They put him against, you know, an Adam Cole. They put him against, uh, I think, Johnny Gargano. Like, they put, or uh, Kushida. They put him against some really strong talent. And from there to the breakout tournament to where he is now, He's right. He doesn't miss. He delivers in the ring every single time. And now he's going to be defending his NXT North American Championship next week at NXT Roadblock in a ladder match. So now you just add that to the mix, too. Like, who knows what insane thing he's going to do? He's probably going to do a leg drop from the top of a ladder onto somebody, you know, just because you yeah. don't miss. So, uh, man, this is going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be a great. 
it's gonna be a good card. You know, they've been doing some good work. We'll see yeah. if you know Dolph can should, have his thing in there. So we'll see. Should be fun. It should be a fun show. Uh Andy Wills in here watching us on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, Broski. We appreciate you. We love you. Saying Jose G. Is the WWE belt in the background? Did you buy it when you went to a watch the show? Actually, no. Uh, that belt, my brother gave that to me a few years ago for a birthday present. So uh, it has sentimental value. And no, it is not on the line, Andy. You can't defend it when you go to live events. It's, it's, it's not. I can it's never, never it, it never leaves the house. It, it, has, it holds sentimental value. Uh, so, guys, how do you guys uh, sound off in the comments? How do you uh, score tonight's NX, or this week's NXT 2.0? Um, again, I think because you can't really compare both shows, right? Because it's just you have to look at its own back, and we can't keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, you, you can't compare both shows, right? But being that we just found out that there's like this pay per view like show next week, I'm gonna give this like a seven. I think uh, it, it, I think seven is fair. We had some fun matches. That the opening match was fun. The last match was fun. Then we got some really cool stuff with the with the Dusty Cup in between. Uh, that was, you know, really cool filler. And then we got that promo with LA Knight and Grayson Waller, which is always fun. Uh, and then the fun backstage segment. So nothing just out of the nori, out of the ordinary. I think this is kind of like a typical NXT. It, it didn't feel like it was a go home for anything, especially since we didn't know there was a pay-per-view like show next week. So I think I think they did what they, they I think they did the best with what they had. And. Uh, in- just in all fairness and trying to keep it in its own little vacuum and not compare it to what we saw last night, and even though, or tonight, I should say, uh, it's more recency bars. Um, just taking a step back and looking at NXT 2.0 and, uh, in, its, in its own right, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I thought they did, again, great main event with Carmelo Hayes versus you know Pete Dunne. I thought we saw some good stuff with uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker going up against the Dirty Dogs. You know I'm a huge fan of Bobby Roode, not so much of Robert Roode now, but Having the glorious entrance, that popped me uh, as soon as I started. And we, you know, surprisingly enough, even though I kind of written them off, uh, Ulisa Leon and Valentina Feroz had a pretty solid match against Raquel Gonzalez mm-hmm. and Core J. They did some pretty cool tandem tag team moves that I wasn't expecting out of them. Uh, so I think they're doing a nice job of setting up these storylines, like you said, between Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu going to be facing off against Raquel Gonzalez and Core J. So that's going to be telling a nice story. Uh, so I like the little pieces they start putting in place. Uh, and we had, a, I think, a nice little um, like video promo, too, on Tony D'Angelo, you know, trying to get more in depth into his character, too. So, yes, it's not a – even though it is the go-home show to Roadblock, even though we just found out about it, so it's kind of hard to go home. We didn't even know you were, had a home to go to. Uh, but I thought overall it was it was a decent a decent show for NXT 2.0. So hopefully they can deliver on these specialized shows, which they usually do a great job of. So you know, let's uh let's have a little faith in the talent in NXT 2.0 to deliver next week. Uh, a lot of you guys uh, agreeing with us seven seven point five six point five. So uh, it looks like the sentiment is pretty much the same across the board here with you guys. So um yeah man so it's gonna be a fun weekend uh wwe is in madison square garden on saturday so that's not going to be televised but i'm sure we're gonna be seeing a lot of stuff on social media especially uh with uh bobby lashley being injured and not being able to um go up against brock lesnar to you know to get go for the wwe title uh we'll see who he's going to face for that wwe title so it's certainly be interesting what happens this saturday at Madison Square Garden, and on Sunday, we are going to have Revolution. We're going to have our post show. We're going to be talking about 
uh, the results of, uh, of Revolution. So it should be a good weekend, and uh, I'm just looking forward to it. So, guys, as always, want to thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the debrief on Sports Keto Wrestling. We love you. Thank you so much for the support. Continue showing us that support by hitting that like button, that heart emoji. Engage with the show. The more you engage with the show, that means a lot more people get to watch the show, okay? So we can't do it without your support, so make sure you are showing us that love. Also, make sure you are hitting the like and subscribe button on our YouTube and smashing that notification bell so you never miss whenever we drop brand new stuff. We got tons of brand new content ahead of the Sports Kita Awards. You still got one more week to vote, so make sure you head on over to the polls right now at sportskita.com forward slash wrestling dash awards to cast your vote right now for best male wrestler of the year, best female wrestler of the year, best feud of the year, best match of the year. You guys have the power to pick over 30,000 votes right now. So make sure you go over here to sportskita.com forward slash wrestling dash awards to cast your vote. Thank you so much for checking out the show. We love you. We'll see you guys next week. And remember, when you're watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing, guys, which is what, Rico? Enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs>